Hello and welcome listeners to this very special bonus mini-series of Roman Records coming to you live from lockdown. Now, what we thought is, uh, you know, since we're all and literally in the same sort of situation, you know, we're all, we're all stuck at home. Um, and there's a lot of things that we miss, a lot of things that we, we can't do. And, and obviously, um, it is the right thing to do. We should be staying safe at home. And so, but one of those things that we do miss is, is going to gigs, is live music. And while we can't sort of bring you the the full experience of going to gigs, you know, the the sound of the band, the sweaty bodies, the, the shite beer, um, we thought what we'd do is just have this little pod, bonus podcast um, and, we'll, and we'll talk about it and we'll, we'll share some of our experiences and some of our favourite live albums and some of our favourite gig experiences. So, Craig, how are you? I'm good. I was saying this to uh, anybody that'll listen. We are literally getting paid um, and asked to sit on the couch and be entertained. In this day and age, we have got every single source of entertainment to our fingertips. We have yep. services like Amazon Prime, like now, and something will get delivered within, what, two hours? And um, we can still walk to the shops, and the shops still sell booze. So, yeah. I mean, it's all good for me. So you, you personally, I was... Uh... Uh, you know, we we like staying in the house. You know, we're, we're not we're not hermits, but we like <laughs> st- we like staying in the house. I was reading that uh, tweet from Glasgow comedian Lemmy, um, and I know a lot of listeners will, will be more than familiar with Lemmy. But he said, uh, "Big shout out to my fellow hermits who are cruising through this confinement <laughs> while other house members crumble." That's that. I, I, he said, I could stay in this house for a year without the slightest inclination to step out the front door. Nothing out there for me. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel really it. fortunate that um, I've got Roman Records HQ out the back, which obviously is just Aye. a shed, and I've got um, I've got a garden. So I mean, not totally. We you are very, very lucky. Totally, totally. Anyways, we're here to talk about live music and and more importantly, live recordings that we have on vinyl. So, one episode, one album. The very first album is going to drop to you, Craig Smith. It is an absolute belter. So the the artist is Father John Misty. So we've talked about him on the pod before. Um, an artist that we both we both really like, um, and particularly around this this era. So he released an album in twenty fifteen, and it was record. It was a live recording of a set he did at Rough Trade Records, um, Rough Trade East, in in London. Um, it was an exclusive, a uh, limited edition, only five hundred copies were available and there isn't actually it's not actually available i don't certainly not on spotify um but i don't think it's available on any streaming services so if you want to listen to this you you can get it on youtube but if you want to listen to it with any quality you have to you have to buy have to buy it yeah so let's let's have a listen to it um let's stick it on Ashen come on the Rorschach sheets where we make love, honey bear, honey bear, honey bear. Fuck the world, damn straight malaise. It may be just us who feel this way. So you go, Craig. The first track of the album, um, and it is of the title track, um, 
I, I, I love you, Honey Bear. What was your thoughts on that particular version? Well, the, well, this is it. The thing that strikes me straight away is seeing him live on this tour. Mm. I, I was used to the dramatic entrance that his, you, he would usually have the band play that track yeah. and then he just like swing right on straight into the vocals. Whereas it's obviously just him and an acoustic guitar. And it's a very nice version, actually. It is really nice, very stripped, stripped back. And he I, I, I sort of... Um... He kind of prefaces the music by "Let's move some units," which I quite like. He's obviously got that <laughs> dry, sarcastic wit that he uh, that he often sort of you, you often hear him do in between songs and stuff like that at, at live gigs. Um, speaking of you know seeing him on this tour, um, I remember you telling me that you went. You, you, you had the privilege of seeing him at a very small venue on a quite a special night. Yeah, this was um, King Tut's, and I think it was their was it their 15th birthday or their 20th or it could even be their 25th god knows i can't actually remember they were celebrating a major milestone and they were having a month of gigs this was in february of that year and i love you honey bear had just came out that month um Mm. i was aware of him from the album before and i was getting quite excited because he dropped chateau lobby number four the -hmm. previous year around about november and it was such a tune so for Christmas, I actually bought my dad and my brother and myself tickets to go and see Father John Misty at King Tut's, which, if you've never been, is the, about the size of an, an average living room. And it was jam-fucking-packed. And it was such a good show. You know that way that, if you've ever seen them live, they're all wearing the same kind of fucking suits, just with popped-open yeah. collars. It looks like they've been wearing the same suits for fucking weeks and just sweaty Aye. messes. And such a good backing band as well. It was just that kind of pent-up excitement that everybody was feeling for it. We were second from the front, mm. which isn't hard because, again, it was so small. But there was this um, this older guy, total bald head. And I remember as soon as Father John Misty came on, he started kissing this guy's bald fucking head. And uh, <laughs> it was just such a good gig. That was also the gig where I picked up the limited edition version of this album with the, with the pop-up ah, gatefold that right. plays the kind of birthday cards version of uh, the track that we just listened to. Oh, and no one ever knows the real you when life is brief. So I've heard, but what's that gotta do with this Adam bomb and me? Oh, I hadn't really heard much about my part from the Shadow Lobby song. Um, I, uh, you did tell me about the gig, um, and I'd, I picked up the same record. And that's, you know, we're talking about, about records here, but that's another thing that obviously we can't do at the moment is go to your, go to your favourite record stores. But um, I picked this up in Piccadilly on the strength of that that one song and, and you recounting the, the gig as well. And it's a if you own that package, it's one absolute monster heavy um well i was was i was holding on to this fucking thing because i bought it before it came on and i was Mm. in the middle of the crowd holding this big fucking heavy record it's it's quite fragile as well yep but the crowd were quite um they obviously weren't um a, a, a quiet crowd this is glasgow we're talking about it was it was fairly on the go but it wasn't until the very end of the gig 
He was playing some of his older songs. That these cunts just turned up out of nowhere and started fucking barging into people and like getting quite rowdy. And he actually stopped the gig and stared <laughs> down these motherfuckers and was really fucking stern with them. Was like, "What the fuck are you saying? What the fuck? Yeah, what?" And like had this fucking argument in the middle of the gig with these random <laughs> cunts. But he was he like tore them a new one. And that was it. There was, there, I mean, everybody would just got back on with enjoying the gig. But yeah, heavy records, you know that way you're fucking protecting things with your life because you're at a gig, but you still want to be involved. Aye, it's been, it's been many a year since I've been at a gig in King Tut's. And if, if you've ever been, it is, I mean, what does it hold? What, 300 people, maybe? 500 if, people? If that, it will not be 500. It'll be, nah, at the maximum, it must be a couple of hundred. Tiny, yeah, it's tiny little venue. Oh, I just love the kind of woman who can walk over a man. And I mean like a goddamn marching band. She says like literally music is the air she breathes. We've both seen him live quite a few times now, but my first live experience uh, was over in Dublin, actually. I went to see him at um, Vicar Street. I don't know if you've ever been to that venue. Um, just made a weekend out of it, basically. Um, That's great. Was right at the front. Um, I had been drinking Guinness all day, so I, <laughs> <laughs> to, be quite, to be quite honest, and um, he was taking ages to come on. I was like, fucking practically hadn't been propped up. Um, but... <laughs> I, I I sort of uh, got uh, sort of came back to life as as the band came on and uh, I was a great great gig right at the front you know fantastic live very energetic a lot of drama in the performance he's doing on his knees and all that if you've ever seen him um, but w- one thing that sticks out in my memory about this gig and he seems to bring out the crazies I don't know why but um, there was a woman who again came out of fucking nowhere and like tried to like fucking hug him or whatever I don't know what she was trying to do don't think she was trying to hurt him I think she was just trying to get a hold of him give him a fucking kiss probably and he just very casually sidesteps she goes fucking fleeing and then one of the one of the security girls just like fucking huckle her away it was I so surreal that he just smoothly just sidestepped and she just kept running so smooth <laughs> he was like a he was like a matador you know he was just like <laughs> a little sidestep of this crazed bull and uh, I go <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking honestly man it was it was so funny um but yeah no, we've since, since seen him live a couple of times um i know that he had quite an interesting gig in manchester as well at albert hall supported by krangbin another one of our well favorites. i, think I, I was just gonna say i i, I purely I, I completely forgot that i saw him at the at the academy in glasgow and it was krangbin mm. supporting him and not to be like an absolute prick but i did really go just to see the support band you know <laughs> As everybody always uh, says, but I was right up at the front. Uh, Laura Lisey gave me a wee wink and a wee wave. Obviously, we still follow me on Instagram at that point. Uh, she still is, actually. Does she still follow she's us? Still, she still follows us, yeah. She's oh, a, f- a fan, big fan. Um, big I, fan of the pod. I, big fan of the pod. Actually, that gig, she got me into that gig for nothing because, um, well, not for nothing. <laughs> let, let, let me just, uh, <laughs> yeah, let, 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 let me rephrase that. No, it was... Uh, Remember they were doing pledges so they could get that video made? Yeah, and you got the 7-inch and I sold that for like 350 quid. 
Aye, so they were they were like taking pledges so they could get this made into a video, which they they did. Um, and I went and did like there was different things you would get depending on how much you gave, and you get your name on the credit. So Craig and I's name is on there, but I didn't put my full name, so it just says Craig. <laughs> 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 Fucking funny. Um, but w- w- one of the things I did get was um free tickets to this, and I, she was we were like messaging each other on Facebook Messenger. And I was like, well, how do I get the tickets? And she was like, just say, um, you're on my on my guest list at the door. And I was like, it seemed like I, I'm not going to get into this gig. But um, so I said to the, the girl on the, on the door, oh, yeah, I'm on Laura Lee's guest list. Like, What's your name? Craig. Uh, Craig Smith. Right. I uh, lie and you go. I was just oh, sorry, mate. We've only got Craig here. We don't have a Craig Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine they fucking said that. <laughs> I want to take you in. Lift up your wedding dress, someone was probably murdered in. So bourgeoisie to keep waiting. Dating for 20 years just feels pretty civilian. And I've never thought that, ever thought that once in my whole life. So, welcome back. That was uh, Father John Misty again from the live at Rough Trade record, and that was uh, Shuttle Lobby number four. Uh, great track, and certainly one that you know I know is quite personal to you as well. Uh, well, actually, yeah, good memory. I think that was my was that my f- first dance. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. There we um, go. And I, yeah, I remember that. I remember that that night well. Don't you day. remember that night well? Of course you don't. You are absolutely blazing like the rest of us. Talking about talking about alcohol, obviously yep. we've been at a few gigs. I I never was one for drinking at gigs too much until I met you, and then I turned into an absolute <laughs> arsehole at gigs, and we get absolutely shit faced. Um, and then in the new series that comes after this, we talk about certain gigs, and there's there's actually one. Uh, on episode three, where we talk about me getting beaten up, uh, yeah, so I won't sad. regale you with that story right now. But no, um, no. The, the tough thing when you go to gigs is, depending on the venue, there's not a lot of good choice of what you're going to drink. No, there's not. There isn't. Um, it can be very limiting um, unless you drink um, lager or beer. You're pretty. You can be quite limited, which you don't. Uh-huh. You're not. I don't. I don't. Um, so I'm actually double fisting already. So Fuck to get me hell. into to get me into the 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 mood, I've got more of a kind of boutique rum that you would get at certain venues. More of the kind of smaller venues that are also bars. So right. I've got a chairman's reserved spiced here, oh, and uh, that reminds me of kind of going to gigs at like the Arches, and, and it's not just about gigs. Yeah. So I went for a chairman's reserve, but just to give it that gig kind of feel. I've got a bottle of Coke here that's been open for a couple of days and it's went a bit flat. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I've used that as a mixer. And surprisingly enough, it doesn't taste that bad, but it's lost its fizz. So I definitely feel like I'm drinking yep. a rum and Coke at a gig right now. Uh, because, you know, Lovely. a lot of those venues, especially places like the Barrowlands, they just bring in Aye. big bottles of fucking Coke and they just fucking blow it in. To be fair, I think I'd prefer that to that fucking nasty draft shit anyway, you know? At least you know it's actual coke, you know? It's not fucking 
nonsense. I don't know, no, I'm a fan of the fist. Anyways, like I was saying, I'm double fisting, so I've went for another um, standard drink. And and you're right, I don't drink a lot of beer. I don't drink a lot of kind of ciders that aren't very, very sweet. So I'm not really no, your kind of Magners or your fucking Strongbow, but something that they did introduce kind of closer to the end of my teenage years was Strongbow Dark Fruits. And I have to say, it does taste of going to festivals. I mean, I haven't crack even got a drink open. yet. So Annie, uh, no. oh, lovely. Ah, oh, that sounded really nice, actually. Are you, are you just are you taking it straight out of the can? I am, but that's only because I don't have any plastic pint glasses. I was going to say, because you wouldn't be allowed it again. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a plastic pint glass, I would be doing that. Save me, President Jesus, I'm born in the USA. How did it happen? Born in the USA. Oh. Welcome back. That was uh, that was bored in the USA. I'm sure we're all uh, certainly been bored. Um, <laughs> no, hopefully not in this podcast. But, uh, you've all been bored uh, at some point over the past sort of few weeks. But I now have a drink, so that's a good thing. Um, what have you got? I've got a rum coke. Um, the rum I am using was one that we spoke about on Instagram recently. It is is this Blackwell's uh, rum? You know about so, this. It's fucking dynamite, seriously, man. You have to get a bottle of it. It's like twenty-one fifty. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it today. It's, I, I've actually finished it now. This is the last one. I Shut the fuck up! It. How much have you been drinking? Following us on Instagram, and you did read the caption, which I know most people probably don't, but um, it was a creation by Island Records um, boss Chris Blackwell, and his family used to own Ray and Nephew and Appleton's estate, which kind of blew my mind a wee bit. But anyway, it's a really, really nice rum. It's inexpensive. Uh, also, like yourself, to try and get that full gig experience, I had a can of opened Coke from last night, and it's <laughs> pretty flat, so I fired that in there. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that we're doing the, our part to, to get that full gig experience. Yeah, yeah. So, um Aye, so we're, we're now here, although, although we can't physically be in the same space, I feel like we've got a, another shared experience that we're having right now. So um, we hope you've enjoyed this one. We will be, there will be more um, more in this series, um, recounting other live albums and, and experiences. Uh, we'd love to hear some feedback suggestions on what's your favourite live album, shoot us a message on Instagram. I mean, I mean, that's the good thing is we can still buy records. So if there's a live album that you'd really enjoy and you think we should listen mm. to, more than happy to do that as well. Definitely. And, you know, we're, we're kind of doing our bit to keep, you know, independent music stores going. And um, certainly, um, you know, you can still get, get shit delivered as as we've been uh, sort of sh- showcasing on our, on our stories. So, yeah, please let us know. Um, I really want to get Frampton Comes Alive. That's one that I don't own. I would like to listen to that as well. Let's do that. Let's get it. We'll, we'll put that on a future episode. One of us will get that, absolutely. So to play you out, um, we'll play another track from the album and stay in the house. Get get yourself well-oiled, uh, well 
with some alcohol and get some records on. She blackens pages like a Russian romantic Gets down more often than a blow of dawn Like a lunatic, but if you think I'm fucking crazy. 